0: Steve-O wants to know, what's your story?
1: Hey, Steve-O here, and welcome back to Steve-O wants to know, what's your story? Today we talk about the beach house. Steve-O wants to know what are some of your memories and some of your stories about, as we call it, the beach house. Before we get into it, I definitely, first of all, first and foremost, want to thank our signature sponsor, which is Bob Letellier at Latelier Remax Realty One. Uh, they've been with us from the beginning and we appreciate their sponsorship. So anyone out there looking to to buy, sell, invest properties, uh, please give them a shout. They're in downtown Bitterford. Once again, that's Bob Latelier and his team at Latelier Remax Realty One. All right, so here we go. We're off and running. I've missed a couple weeks and I apologize for that. A few things going on. Picked up a part-time gig going back to work and loving it. Um, so that's been keeping me busy for the most part. But now that I've settled in, I'm ready to get back into the swing of things here at the podcast. So uh, for my weekly listeners, I apologize. And uh, let's make sure I don't let that happen again. So I'm here with my wonderful wife, Celeste. So we're going to talk about the beach house, otherwise known as uh, the beach cottage, the beach house, whatever you want to call it. Uh, for those who know us, uh, you know what I'm talking about. For those who don't know us and what we're talking about when we talk about the beach house at the beach cottage, uh, you're going to understand a little more about it when we're finished with this podcast. So I'll start it off by s- going over a little history, and Celeste, that's where you're going to come in and talk about some history, because uh, I wasn't there for a lot of the history till we kind of got together in our early 20s, uh, uh, soon after high school. So uh, as much as I know... Um, The beach house has been in the family since 1896. Um, I know that because I've talked about that. It's been told to me, and I've seen pictures from the past, basically horse and buggy uh, going out to the beach house. Uh, That's how old um, or how long the beach house has been in existence in the family. So uh, what do you want to add to that? Well, like you said,
0: it's uh, been in the family since the late 1800s. They used to have horse and buggy, a barn for the horses. I uh, would go there for the summer and stay. Uh, no refrigerators at the time, but anyways, a lot of uh, generations have been there. Several people share that space, and it's just a good time for everybody to reconnect and just
1: good memories that are made. Yeah, so obviously with your parents and their parents and up the line, um what are some of your, as a kid, yourself, before we talk about our kids and our kids' kids, and uh, what are, is there a couple of really good memories that you'd want to share in regards to growing up at, at the beach house in the summers?
0: Yes, I always think back. Uh, I, what sticks out to me is July 4th. That was always a big day. We had uh, my mom's birthday and would do some a lot of... Uh, get-togethers that way but we also had neighbors that had several children large families and uh, we had several in our family and we would have a bonfire that was amazing maybe because I was little and it just seemed bigger I don't know the thing was just torched when it was going and we would do the marshmallows and it was just a good time everybody just hanging out together
1: now, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but back then, too, or also most of the places down there were all local families, correct, pretty
0: much, yes, yeah, yeah. you didn't see too I mean, many out of staters, no
1: I mean, compared to today, right, where you have mostly out of staters, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, maybe I don't know, yes and no, um, but back in the day. Um, a lot of the locals lived, I mean, way, way, way back. I mean, the beach was an undesirable place to go, right? Everyone lived in town by the mills, by the river. Um, so that's why, you know, I don't imagine there were too many like good roads going out to the coastline and hence the horse and buggies and whatnot. Um, so I know about, you know, moving forward to today and, and how we, we appreciate what we do with that beach house. Right. So, uh, with, with that said, um, I think, you know, we, we, you and I didn't date in high school, um, though we knew each other pretty well. After high school, we started, I would say, uh, having, you know, uh, congregating at the beach house certain nights and just kind of, you know, hanging out and having fires. Just kind of, it was just a good place just for uh, the gang to hang out down at the beach. And soon after that, you and I started dating and, you know, I started spending a lot more time down the beach house eventually with your family and, and so on and so forth. So we got married when we were 24, and and uh, here we are 35 years later, Celeste. But, um, You're giving away anyways, our age. Anyways, a lot of— What's You're giving that? giving away our age. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but when you look back at the memories, right— uh, we can start, you know, when you and I were dating, then we, when we first got married, and, and, and times we had down at the beach house, the 4th of July, and everything in the ocean has to offer, um, and hanging out with family at the beach, and uh, that, that's where my love for the beach started, actually, even though I, I frequently went to the beach, I don't think I went as much as af- after we started hanging at the beach house and really got to appreciate uh, what the uh, beach has to offer, and It's it's pretty cool. And, you know, then the kids came along. Right. And some of the memories really started ramping up with the children. Um, So I'd like to talk about some of those. I don't know if you have one you want to throw out there first or you want me to jump on it.
0: When I think of the kids uh, being young is when they were really young, just playing in the tide pools, they'd play for hours but if you haven't, if you don't have anything with the real young age, I do have one thing at the teenage years that sticks to me.
1: The teenage years, the teenage yes. years.
0: Okay. preteen, teen years. The funniest one for me is uh, Jason skimboarding. Uh, Jason's our oldest. Uh, he loves skimboarding. He actually uh, made sh- one of the deals I had made with him once: is if he finished his math book, he could get a skimboard. Well, he. He still had a decent amount left to do for the year, but he finished that book just in time so he could go to the surf shop and get his first real skimboard. And uh, he he got really good at it. And uh, a few years later, he was uh, doing a headstand on his skimboard. And uh, he normally did that quite a bit, but this one time he fell and ended up spraining both his ankles. Try to walk off the beach with two sprained ankles. It was sad and funny at the same time. So we we joke about it today.
1: Yeah, I, I remember that specifically because he was down Biddeford Pool, uh, skimboarding, doing his his headstand on the skimboard, which was pretty cool. Both both uh, Jason and and Travis and uh, even Randy were really good with the skimboards, uh, and, and they still are. Uh, but he's doing a headstand, like you said, he fell over, sprained both ankles, and I remember. I think we were next door to Hendrickson's actually and he was walking up the walkway and he looked like, excuse the expression, but he looked like he had shit himself because he was, he was walking so gingerly. He's like, what's going on? Oh, my ankle. And he told us what had happened. Uh, long story short, he ended up getting checked out at, the, at outpatient and, uh, two air casts later, um, in a, in a week or so. And, uh, you know, he recovered and stuff, but yeah, that was a good memory for sure. Um, and even, uh, even this past uh, last summer, he was still were doing the headstand on his skimboard, which is freaking awesome. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a really good memory. Um, I know when the kids were small, some of the funniest things, and one of them that sticks out in my mind is the ice cream truck. <laughs> so I remember when you have – and the reason is because – uh, well, we spent a lot of money on ice cream trucks over the years, but the other thing was when we would uh, go down to the beach, if uh, the kids had fallen asleep, whether it was one of them or two of them, uh, we'd let them sleep in the van. Yes, the windows were down; they were in the sun. Everything was in a, in a safe environment. In a car seat. In a car seat, and we'd go enjoy the half hour or hour that we might have before the kids woke up and just you know got us on a run again. Um, And I remember the ice cream truck would, at first, would come by and, you know, blaring the music and stuff, wake the kids up. And then after a while, I remember you were going to have none of that. I remember you going up to the ice cream truck, the driver, and saying, listen, see that telephone pole back there? When you hit that telephone pole, you shut the music off and you put it back on down at that telephone pole after the beach house and you put it back on. And he listened because we gave him a boatload of money with all the kids we had between our family and our cousins from Maryland that were up every summer that we'll get to also. And uh, but that was a pretty good memory because when the kids are napping, those moments are like gold. And we weren't, you weren't going to have an ice cream truck ruin that <laughs> that time of peace and quiet at the beach, you know, before all hell broke well, they, loose when they woke up. They
0: couldn't up. sleep in the house. We just had too many people and a lot. Coming and going, so the only way to get them to nap was go for a ride. They'd fall asleep. You put a monitor on, made sure the
1: temperature was good, and yeah, you had a few minutes break. It it was tough when they were small. I mean, even when we had them on the beach, right? We'd have to use uh, like uh, you know, the floating tubes and stuff, uh, the folding chairs to put in front of the stairs that went up from the beach to the lawn, so that the kids (laughs) couldn't. Uh, go up you know we had to barricade him onto the beach for never mind to <clears throat> so that could be quite stressful at times too um, we always talk about our nephew uh, we're playing hide and seek getting lost right so I'll call out no last names but I'll call out Jared on this one so we're playing hide and go seek uh, with a, a bunch of us all the kids and uh, everyone was found and we couldn't find Jared I mean, we looked and looked and looked. He was
0: little. We had several little ones, I'm thinking. How, how, how old do you think he... How, I'm thinking he was maybe four years old, if that, three.
1: Okay. Between three and five, I'd say, right? Not even And five. we were looking. He was and little. and Yeah. So after a while, panic struck, right, struck, you know, started to settle in. And we didn't know, where's Jarrett? I mean, we're looking across the street at the pond. Did something happened where maybe he f- fell into the pond or was he abducted or, did, you know, what, what happened? Because um, we were all
0: playing and all of a sudden nobody could find him. And he was, again, little. So who was with him? Where did he go? So, yes, panic struck. Go yeah, ahead. and I
1: think we even called the Yeah, we did call the police department and we stuff. Did. Um, and so they. long story short, we we went under the, under the deck uh, or under the house, I should say, uh, where we store all the... Uh, you know uh, beach stuff and whatever uh gear. swim, swim gear. gear and rakes and shovels all that stuff and jared was under the house and he had fallen asleep and apparently when he sleeps he's like out cold and nothing wakes him up even though we went down there yelling his name under the house uh nothing he was just out cold so it was a happy ending when <laughs> he woke up everyone felt a lot better after that wanted to kind of Choke him out at first, but it, it was like, all right, he's good. Let's move on. And uh, then we called his mother to tell him he was yeah. missing. <laughs> and now we yeah. had him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, you now, when we talk about, you know, the beach house and everything that happens down there, right? Um, one of the things that uh, that's more recent, you know, bocce is always a game that's played on the beach. Uh, but over the years we've taken it to a new level and we call it ultimate bocce where, you know, we're in the puddles, we're in the rocks. Um, so the, the more obstacles and the rougher the surface, the better, uh, to the point where I know, uh, you know, Sammy, Jason, myself, uh, everyone plays, but we have a little thing between the three of us where, uh, we go after each other every summer. And this is like three or four years running now. And, um, you know, and we see who, many, who wins. You know, the most games uh, during that summer to claim the title. Um, and I hate to say it, but I'll, I'll shout out to Sammy Johnson that uh, he took the title away from Steve-O this year. I think he won like nine games to seven, and Jason had six. I think uh, it was pretty tight till the end, and Sammy pulled away. And we even get our own little uh, T-shirts with the Bocce Bros. Uh, spray-painted onto it, compliments of uh, Sammy Johnson, so that's cool. Um, so good times, even in the uh, the late summer months or spring or even in the winter, we've been known to go down here and throw the bocce balls around and um, – it uh,
0: even make our own game out of rocks if we don't have them. With we us. did do
1: that a couple weekends ago in Celestial. You you won that game. We we yeah, didn't have the can't forget that we, game. <laughs> we didn't have the bocce ball, so we improvised. <laughs> we used a small rock as a polini, and then we gave them each each a rock to throw. And as as awkward that that was, it was pretty cool. And uh, anyways, it gave us a taste and it made us look forward to uh. Playing the real games uh, this coming summer, so looking forward to that. You've, Sammy Johnson. You forgot
0: to mention, uh, Travis is moving in on that game oh, too. Oh yeah, Travis has
1: joined in, and he's. Uh, I think he could be quite the professional. I mean, he's he's got uh, he's got to definitely get the skill. So uh, we'll have to see if he wants to uh, uh, enjoy a few more games with us this year to show us what he really has. So we'll see.
0: And Randy. And Randy. He plays occasionally. Occasionally.
1: I know, but the, the commitment is not there either. So I know no. you're trying to shout out to the kids, right? Because you're a mother. That's what you do. You love all your children. Rebecca's played. Tina's played. matter of fact, Tina always take this, takes the yellow balls. I know. But as far as going out there and making it a passion, I don't think they're there yet. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. So one of the the probably uh, the best things I love about the beach, uh, besides the beach itself and, and, you know, the sound of the ocean, um, is, you know, bonfires at night. And everyone loves a good bonfire on the beach. If not, I think you need to have your head checked because bonfires on the beach are like the best ever. And one of my favorite memories, um, when you talk about bonfires on the beach, and I think it was three years ago, Uh, We had a bonfire. We started it as the tide was going out. And we were still out there when the tide was coming in about 2 in the morning. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. And I also remembered I told everyone to shut their phones off, no videos, because things got crazy. Uh, Not illegal crazy, but just crazy. Uh, I remember we were doing like the karaoke with the shovel using a shovel like uh, as a microphone, Uh, you know, microphone stand with a mic, you know, and just just playing music and just having a grand old time till, you know, two-ish in the morning. And it was, uh, that was probably one of my favorite memories in regards to bonfires. I'm not sure if you have another one that would kind of match that or any more thoughts on it. No,
0: I would say that was the best. I mean, several times the kids have had friends and Celebrating graduations or whatever, but I think that one was spontaneous and just everybody was just in the same mood to hang out as long as we could till the tide washed us up. Yep. Was that was
1: a, a definitely an obvious uh, uh, good time. And uh, you know, when you talk about graduations and stuff, you, we think about. Uh, all the graduation parties, uh, too many to mention to you know individually. We've had many graduation parties down there. Uh, but the really coolest thing is is the we've had uh, it's five weddings that we've had down at the beach house. Uh, your sister, both your sisters, and then two of our children, Jason and Tina, have had their weddings down at the beach house. Um, and then uh, you know one of our relatives from Maryland. I can say Jesse, right? I just won't go with last name. So Jesse, one of the cousins uh, from Maryland. And then we have one, I think is that's planned for next year with Julia uh, down the beach house. So really looking forward to that. They've all been epic weddings. Um, and I, I think Julie's will be just as good, if not better. You know, it's just, they seem to just, just happen. And when you put the family together and the craziness that we bring, um, you know, what could go wrong, right? How can you have a bad time? So,
0: you can't, and that actually brings me to uh, one of my favorite memories is after one of the weddings, I don't know which one of our children it was, but um, everybody just stays there. It's a small three bedroom, four bedroom, if that, small small bedrooms anyways, doesn't matter how big they are. Um, we squeeze in, we must have had about 25 people, people on air mattresses, couches, kitchen floor. Um, (laughs) Yes, that was the funniest (laughs) one. Sammy, that's you. Uh, A foam mattress on the kitchen floor, just because we weren't traveling late at night. We all wanted to be together to wake up at the, on the beach in the sun the next morning. So it was just, it's just a good time. And that's what, what I think of is the time that we have together as family, everybody getting to know each other, having good times where you can just relax
1: no, I agree. Just to see everyone, you know, you get up in the morning, you see everyone just sprawled out all over the place. And uh, sometimes there are some things you just don't want, you, you, you can't forget and erase from your mind. But it definitely uh, one one of the best memories is just, you know, the overnights and everyone just crashed all over the place. And like you said, you, you have, you know, three, four bedrooms, but they're not big bedrooms. Um, I mean, the place is a, is, a, is a cottage, we call it, right? It's, it's not nothing really grand, but it's just a location and the people there and the family and friends that just make that place uh, more, than, more than special. Um, and when we talk about the bedrooms and sleeping and stuff, we, we got to talk about a, a couple beds here, right? We have the bed at the top <laughs> of the stairs, which I'd rather sleep on a bed of nails And you also have the other bedroom in the corner that has like three mattresses or something, right? As Bob Molly would put (laughs) it, It or something. something. (laughs) Because I remember, I said, I'm not not sleeping in that bed. I'm just, I refuse to. I'll sleep on the couch, the floor, the beach, in a tent, whatever I got to do. I remember one night I was sleeping in that bed. I was pinched in, I was on the inside lane against the wall, right, sleeping. And then in the middle of the night, I I, I got a leg cramp in my calf. It's like, i can't i can't get out of this bed i'm like it's like it sucked me in it's like how do i get out of here and i'm cramping it's like oh it's like <laughs> and yes then that you i laugh now but it's like it really sucked back then it's like this this hurts and i can't get out of this bed and just stretch my calf out right so
0: well you would hit your head on the ceiling because it's a or oh, the slanted tilted, the slanted yeah.
1: in that corner yeah there's a pitch and on. that's why I always would, there's a couple of twin beds that I would all day. I'd rather sleep in those beds, more comfortable, a little smaller, just I was I a lot more comfortable there, or I'd be out in a tent, uh, which obviously I, I love sleeping out in a tent and we've done that many a time. So, uh, looking for more of that this summer. Um, and speaking of the tent, one of the epic memories on the tent was when we had, was it all, f- we, we, so one of the things when we always, uh, when I would take two weeks off in, in July from work um, the first night, it was always um, demanded that all our kids slept with us in the tent for at least the first night. And then after that, it was like, okay, some of them slept in the house, some in the tent or whatever. It was a, uh, it was kind of free, free game at that point. And I remember one time um, and the cousins were in their tent next to us, right? With all their children, all four. And we had our five children and, and then we had a what they call in Maine a wicked wicked storm that night, and we tried to kind of make it through the night. We said no, nope, we're not going to give in to the storm, and um, so we stayed in there. And then until the rain started dripping a little bit, right? It said drip, drip. It's starting to penetrate the tent. And then all of a sudden the winds picked up, and the tent was like just like inhaling and exhaling, like woof, woof. It's like. You know what? This is really dumb. I said we are not going to sleep a wink tonight, and you know, so we made a plan. It's like, all right, let's you. I'll take the smallest one. I'll, I think it was. It was uh, at the time it wasn't. It was Randy. Randy. It was I'll, I'll yes. grab Randy. I'll have to pick him up, and you you get the others going. I'll unzip the tent. Everyone go. I'll follow up. Zip the tent behind me we we'll run into the the, cot, the beach house. So it's so funny. Again, when we did that, right when we walked in, all the cousins that just run into the house from their tent also, I guess they had it just as bad if not worse. Cause I remember the following morning, after they told us what had happened to them, which was the same thing, they had like an inch of water. They had a mattresses in their tent. And they had like an inch of water in their tent. So they were basically sleeping in water. And so they finally bailed also. And it was funny because we all met two, three in the morning inside the house. All looked at each other, started laughing, and uh, it it made it made for quite it made for quite the story. Um, And that's one of those memories, I've forgotten a lot of things over the years, but that's one of the things that uh, I kind of remember like it was yesterday. And I'm not sure if you have anything to add to that story, but it was pretty epic.
0: No, you said it well, but uh, on the topic of storms, storms over the ocean can be pretty intense and just amazing to look at. They come in quickly and can just change the entire atmosphere. So some of those storms have been some really
1: neat memories too. Oh, I agree. It's on the, on the front porch of the beach house, the screened in uh, beach house, the porch. Uh, we would stand and look at thunderstorms and lightning storms over the ocean and, and nothing compares, um, you know, from what we've seen. It was, uh, they're pretty amazing, sometimes pretty scary. We find ourselves kind of like stepping into the house like, whoa, that was like, that lightning hit, that close. hit close. It was loud. It was scary as shit. It was incredible. Uh, so, uh, but love it. Or even being on the beach, you know, we'd be in the middle of a bocce game or swimming or something and the, and the clouds would just kind of, you know, come our way and you can see the rain just coming up the beach like a curtain uh, towards us and uh, really cool stuff and also, you can look in town because I think we're about eight miles from the beach house. From house to beach house, it's like eight miles. Um, you can look in town and you can see the clouds, or you can see the sun. And at the beach house it would be just the opposite. I mean, eight miles, and it, it could be su- it, it could be such a difference from a temperature standpoint, or from just the uh, the weather itself, right? And uh, so that that's pretty cool too. A lot of people don't realize just how much of a difference eight miles can be in, in regards to the weather.
0: Agreed, okay. definitely. Yep.
1: Um. Let me see.
0: So we talked about. I think something that uh, that I recall and then really enjoying a big part about being at the beach, any beach is that, uh, you just get away from everything. It's kind of like a a reset for you. Um, you just, once you see the ocean, smell the air, hear the waves, it just, uh, it is a reset. And one of the things that, uh, our son-in-law loves to do is, is draw. He's an amazing artist. And while he's there, he brings sidewalk chalk and just, uh, does a mural on, uh, the cement wall, and uh, that is just incredible to have that amount of talent. But it's a great place to just uh, be who you are.
1: Shout out to Sammy Joe. Yes, sir. No, I agree. The uh, the owl he drew last year. Um, and, the, and shark. the shark. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I, I agree. And it's funny because the people on the beach that are walking by from the public beach or from for Pool and stuff, they, they just kind of stop and like just take pictures. Hey, can I take a picture of you that picture? And all that's, it, yeah, it's pretty cool. Speaking of pictures,
0: also, again, people's love and doing what they like to do uh, is Tina, our daughter, doing photography. The amazing photos that she's able to take. Whether it be people, she just knows how to zoom into the right uh, setting or situation, or whether it be a scenery, any of those. Uh, so I just love to see her
1: doing that too. Absolutely, with that. Um, I mean, when you talk about how when you get to the beach, it's just a whole different mindset when you get there. Um, and I said all the time, I said, you turn on to, to Route 9, and once you turn onto Fortune's Rocks Road, it's like, it's just another world. It's like you leave everything behind, and you're, you're at the beach. It's like nothing else matters, and you're just enjoying, uh, you know, your surroundings, your family, your friends, especially when you show up there in the summer with a George's Italian. Yeah, uh, Right. Sitting at the picnic table at the seawall, looking out at the ocean and with with a Corona or your beverage or of beverage of choice and sitting there. It's like, all right, leave me alone. I'm enjoying my George's Italian, my salt and vinegar chips and my Corona. Life is good. You think so? Absolutely. Yeah? And yeah, I know you had you had made reference to a lobster bake um, you know, back in the day, right? Lobster bakes have been a thing at the beach house for years and years and years. Um, we still have the 4th of July parties at the beach house, except now we just purchase the lobsters already already cooked and uh, whatever, uh, along with the steamers. Um, but there was a time, because uh, I remember, because I was part of those times when we actually buried, uh, there was a big stainless steel pan, and we used to wrap lobsters, boiled eggs, uh, hot dogs or frankfurts, uh, potatoes and seaweed in like a burlap bag, and then we would bury that in the sand for like three hours.
0: Right, we'd have a fire going
1: underneath right. it. Right, and have a fire, bury it, and then three hours later, or so uh, uncover it and have like the most amazing lobster bake you you can imagine. So I'm not sure if we, maybe we should try and get back to that one year to, to br- just bring back that memory, and maybe it's something we can start up again. I mean, we get the younger kids now that, hey, they, they wouldn't have a problem doing that. They would love doing that. So maybe it's something we could, uh, we can stir up again this summer. So, hey, just an idea. I to jot that one down.
0: I just thought of a good uh, entertaining one that uh, one year we had a high surf. Waves were humongous, and the undertow was really tough. It was hard to even get out past the waves to surf. And uh, several of the kids were out there surfing and uh, even some of the adults and some in particular just didn't care about taking chances and would take some of these waves. The waves were crashing so hard that there was no water below when they were crashing. Well, I'm sure there was some water, but not a lot to catch you. So if they missed a wave or if a wave took them down, it was a face plant and this person in the family in particular, would just do it over and over again. And we just sat there and laughed, wondering if they were going to break a bone. They didn't care. They came out exhausted and gave it their all. It was fun.
1: Good time. And today they're on a professional surf circuit, right? No. Right. <laughs> no. Not. But it's so funny because if you think about it, uh, Uh, The best memories, of course, when we had all the cousins up every summer for a couple, three, four weeks, uh, along with our kids, and how they all grew up together, it was just some, yeah, there were some stressful times when you have a lot of young children on both of our families, uh, um, you know, on the beach. But when you look back at it, it's like there were just amazing times that we we were able to grow up. Our kids were able to grow up with their cousins every summer. Um, and now now everyone's a little older. You know they've got they've gone to college. Uh, they've gotten uh, they've gotten jobs and stuff. So not everyone's schedule uh, you know works that we all can be together every July. Um, that's why we keep having. Weddings. That's why we keep. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so everyone's together. <laughs> but, but Same week off. We still have the occasional get together. It's just not in the massive groups like we used to have because it's almost impossible with everyone's schedule to have, to coordinate everyone. You know, for that one week or two weeks or, or whatever it may be. But at some point in time, mostly everyone in the month of July kind of shows up at the beach house. So we we try to make the best of it, and uh, we always have a good time. So uh, lucky us, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna call out. Your your dad, um, Big Ray, what I call him today is Ray Ray. Uh, a couple of things that you know uh, has stuck out to me over the years with Ray is uh, he was always out. he this I call it a spider stick. Always out around the house. He, he was always a busy guy. You know whether he was you know raking the lawn, trimming the the bushes, or and he always had painting. A, what's that? Or painting. Or or painting. painting uh, the Masonite siding back in the day, just to see if we can make this siding last another hundred years. Uh, No, now we have vinyl siding, so no painting for Ray Ray. Uh, But he'd go around with his stick uh, to knock and kill the spiders, right? Around the house. And that was his thing. And I, I I just remember that because he's always done that every summer along with giving everyone a bunch of shit. When they close the screen door on the front porch, It had, you know, it was spring loaded, right? So you let it go. It's like, bam. And of course, he was always sitting on the front uh, porch uh, with my mother-in-law. And uh, he'd always say, hey, don't slam that door. Don't slam that door. So that, that's the ongoing jokes that even my, my grandkids now are telling people, you know, they're five years old, they're telling people, hey, that's a dollar, no slamming the door. So that's always the thing because, you know, it's just like a camp door, uh, for those of you who have camps or whatnot, there's always that screen door that just, when you let it, when you just let it go and you open it, it just slams hard and just makes a, a big a big big noise, right? And uh, so that's always a running joke down at the, uh, uh, the beach house uh, with Ray Ray along with his spider stick. What else do you have on your dad? Anything, Celeste?
0: Um, not really. I just uh, recall him uh, watering the lawn with his hose. Oh, well, that's true.
1: Ray's out there watering the lawn that
0: maintains the flowers and the and Yeah, the lawn. And back in the
1: day, he had the cigar going too. I mean, that isn't that in a few years, but he used to always have that. Uh, I think he'd go through a couple cigars. Uh, you know, he used to mow the lawn. He used to bring his lawnmower down there in the back of his his SUV, uh, that old Mercury Villager, I think it was. And uh, mow the lawn with his cigar and stuff, and you know he was he was in his uh, he was in heaven doing that. You know, I remember those days. So um, along with that, the screen door I've talked about that, um, and also every so one of the things for me uh, that this started a few years back was the beginning of the season. You know, come April, March, April we start talking about the summer. We can't wait for the beach house. It's a seasonal place. And we start talking about it and, you know, start comparing schedules, who's taking the vacations, when and where. But the thing I love is Memorial Day weekend. uh, We go down there, kind of open up the place, um, you know, do a little cleaning, organizing, whatever, uh, but also putting the stairs in on the beach, which is kind of like my thing. I look forward to that every every year, pulling the stairs out from underneath the front deck, digging a hole, um, you know, digging in the sand, Putting the stairs down on the beach and make sure Ray Ray confirms that they're straight and they're level to the walkway down to the beach, and then there's a couple of chains that we bolt onto the to the seawall to uh, hold them in place in case the storm hits. But uh, so that's one of the um, cool things I like doing every summer. And usually I'll have uh, uh, Johnny with me. Uh, you know when the cousins are up and. We can all do that together. It's pretty cool. And now our kids are doing it with us. And um, it's a family affair, so it's pretty cool. Oh, and we see a lot of people, right? A lot of people, a lot of the locals that know that we live there because we've been there for a while, uh, they'll always say, that place is so cool. We always... No, that's a, a real beach house because you go by, you see all the wetsuits hanging on a clothesline. There might be you know five, six, seven, eight wetsuits uh, on a clothesline. There's a surfboard rack that will you know. There's kayaks hanging under the deck, uh, boogie boards, uh, name it. it. It's it's spewed all over the stinking lawn right uh, in the summertime. So it's a pretty active place um, in regards to being a beach house, right? Going with that. There's always so everything when we put everything away uh, or take everything out at the beginning of season or the end of the season, uh, a lot of stuff gets stored under the house. So there's a there's a deck on the roadside of the cottage that you got to go under, and then you got to stoop even lower to get under the house to put stuff away. And I'll tell you what, you got to have a pretty healthy back, and you should probably wear a hard hat if you're not used to it. Because going in and out of that basement, I would call it, or I guess you would call it, would you call it a basement? Would you call it, I don't know. Yeah, it's a sandy basement. We call it under the house. It's not even a stand-up basement. Yeah, it's a small wooden door that you got to kind of bend down to get into, and it's under the house. And I'll tell you what, I don't know how many times I've slammed my head or scraped my back under the deck. And uh, But over the years, you get calibrates where you almost know automatically where, how, how much to bend down and when to get up so that you're not basically giving yourself a con- concussion or, you know, ripping apart your third vertebrae. Um, so that, that's always a memory because we always yell out, watch your head, watch your back, watch your head, watch your back, just to remind everyone, you know. So, but those are those are some of the memories and stuff that we've had down at the beach house uh, and I'll tell you what, it's always great um, to have the families and relatives um, gather at the Beach House. It's always a special time, and we always look forward to every year. We, we don't take it for granted. It's such a great place, uh, and we're blessed to have it. And uh, we're hoping that stays in our families uh, for, a, for a long time to come. You know, Celeste, you and your family grew up, you and your brothers and sisters grew up, there's kids. Um I've spent many year years there, you know. After our kids came, and now our grand, we have a couple of our grandkids at are at the beach now, and watching them, uh, you know, already at five and eight years old, uh, already on, you know, surfboards and paddle boards uh, with their dad Jason, and uh, it's it's pretty cool. Just another generation of memories, right? Oh yeah, definitely. So uh, I definitely know, definitely, I guess that's the word of the day. I definitely know that we'll be doing a uh, Steve-O wants to know uh, about the Beach House Part 2 this summer because I'd like to get um, the cast here, some of the relatives, some of the uh, my kids, uh, even have the grandkids talk about some of their memories and what they like about the beach. Uh, so this is like a, a preview to that kind of letting you know some of the things that have gone on down at the beach house. I love the beach house. I love of our family and friends sharing times together down there. And uh, I don't know, that's uh, kind of a good taste of it. Uh, and uh, we'll continue uh, with that on part two in the upcoming months as we actually get down to the beach house. And maybe we'll do it on site. So, Anyways, with that being said, Celeste, I appreciate your help tonight and joining me on this podcast and
0: hopefully this is just a a good change of uh, thoughts with all the chaos going on in the world today that uh, this can just be
1: something you can laugh at. Yeah, and thanks for reminding everyone that, right? That was the whole premise of starting this podcast is just be able to listen to something different versus, you know, politics, COVID, all that stuff going on in the world and uh, just a little breakaway. So anyways, um, that'll take care of this episode. Uh, hoping everyone has a great week. And until next week, Stevo wants to know... What's your story? And once again, a shout out to uh, Latelia of Remax Realty One uh, for sponsoring. And uh, stay tuned for next week. We'll try and make this a weekly thing. So once again, we love you. We'll see you in the next episode. Devo wants to know what's your story?